Josh in here. I'm in here. Uh, Trey has uh, has called in sick today. He called in sick to uh, your boys podcast. He did good for him though, man, for being responsible and you know not trying to get us sick. Mm-hmm. That's a good. That's good looking out, Trey. We appreciate that. I don't know how it works, but I would imagine that you know it, he probably couldn't get our listeners sick just by being sick on the podcast. But you know, an off chance that that's a thing now. Good, good call. Extra yeah. good call. You know what? I feel somewhat responsible because, you know, people that listen to this have probably seen me and Josh and or know us, and they know that you know we got some meat on us. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't get cold easily. No, Trey don't have much meat on him. Mm-mm. You know, he's like the the small one. You yeah. know, and he's not a small guy, but, you know, he's the small of the three. Yeah, he's an above-average fella. Just, right. We're just above-average. Right. We're fatter. And he uh, and we went to watch the UFC fight, you know, and we didn't mind sitting outside because we had the whole patio to ourselves. And, you know, I didn't put a lot of thought into it, but that probably got Trey sick. Yeah. Yep. Hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, maybe we shouldn't have sat outside when it was, you know. 40 degrees mm-hmm. outside well you guys dressed appropriately i think you had on pants you know and jackets mm-hmm. and I, I had on shorts and a hoodie you know so if anybody was have, gonna get sick i thought it would have been you yeah but i have a lot more insulation so that probably helped me mm-hmm. you know shout out and to I'm, trey yeah shout out to trey man for you know being responsible and not trying to get the rest of your boys sick you know, and leaving Germans on the couch mm. here. We're going to miss him, you know, because he adds a lot to this. Uh, he's also, you know, he's one of you boys. So, uh, we miss you, Trey. We wrote a song for you, but we won't play it yet. We'll wait till you're here so we can get your reactions in real time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it'll be a surprise for you. It won't be much of a surprise now that I said it on here, but... It'll be a surprise to your ears. It'll still be shocking to your earlobe drums. Coming into the uh, podcast, the little neighbor kids were outside, and uh, their mom was telling them it was time to come in for uh, time to come in for dinner. And um, she said, uh, "What was the first kid's name? Derek or uh, I thought it was like Isaac, Ivan." Yeah, something like that. Some child's name. And then she said, come come in, Isaac. Come in, Glenn. Mm. And neither one of these children are older than, you know, eight. <laughs> so I thought, that's a that's a, pretty, that's a grown adult man's name. When I, whenever I hear someone say, hey there, Glenn, I automatically think of a, um, you know, at least 70 plus year old man. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what you call a child named Glenn, you know, because if it's like, you know, uh, you name a, you know, a person's name Ron, we can call him Ronnie, well, Ronnie. or Kenneth. You can call him Kenny until he gets about, you know, 16. Mm-hmm. But Glenn, 
Are you going to call him Glenny? Glenny? Come on in here, Glenneth. You know, Glenavan? Glenneth Paltrow. Something. But I thought that was funny because I didn't... We've been introduced to those children many times. Well, to the whole family, not just the children. That'd be weird. But we've been introduced to them, but I've never... I think they always say, and these are our kids. Yeah. Well, that's. I think that's something you do. And then the I parents, don't care anymore. Yeah, you know, the parents... Uh, I don't know if they regret naming them that, but now they, you know, they see that it's kind of an old dude name. You know, maybe it's a family name. Who knows? But either way, um, Glenn, uh, you know, by the time he's ready to get his license, people are going to think he's, you know, at the age where he starts losing it. Right. Because, you know, it sounds like he's 88 years old. He does. Hanging on by a thread. Um. At what age should they start taking driver's license away, do you think? Oh, I don't know, man. I, I've seen, uh, I don't know, it's a toss-up these days. Used to, I think, you know, once you hit uh, about 75, maybe, you know, if you're high-functioning old, about 80. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, man. These days, with a lot of drugs running rampant and, uh, you know, just overall um, terrible health of people, mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, it's going down to about 65, 70 now. Yeah, I could see that. I could, uh, I can understand that. How about you know? And it's on a you look. You got to be. You got to wait fifteen years to get it. So, at you know sixty five, say, then you got to go start taking a test every two years to make sure you should be able to keep it. Oh yeah, I totally agree with that. Man, why not? Maybe just a paper test, right? You know, if you got to toss on. You know, if you come in and you're like, "Oh man, I need my I need my bifocals," and bam, that's a knot. That's a knot. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You only get two knots. Yeah, only get two. That's one. And then yeah. if you say you forgot them at home, yeah, that's two. License revoked. <laughs> Sorry. You know, taking that away. <laughs> you a bus rider from now on. You know. Get on the cat bus, friend. Hmm. I don't think I think there should be if you've been arrested for a. Uh, drug-related offense, like a, you know, like a, if you had cocaine in your system or meth or something, mm-hmm. I don't think you should have a driver's license. I think you should be relegated to riding a bus or with somebody. Or, you know, just give them a, I mean, if you get a DUI, I don't know how many times you got to get a DUI to have your license mm-hmm. revoked, but it should be about the same, you yeah. know, for drugs. Yes. You know, get your license revoked two times. If you're driving while you're high on meth... Yeah. Come on, bruh. Yeah. And we know some meth users, man, and they should definitely not have driver's license. I don't even know if they know how to read. No, I don't think they do. Um, Or if they do, it's not well. It's like a second grade reading level. Yeah, they're not passing many AR tests, you know what I'm saying? No. (laughs) No. The last test they passed was a a drug test, and it was positive, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they passed it. (laughs) That's the last test they passed past right quote unquote (laughs) yeah Yeah, i could see that well i don't think a lot of people should have driver's license yeah bad drivers man we uh we talk about those those a lot but that's a big deal to us you know we're Mm -hmm. we're good drivers so every good driver out there knows how bad drivers are absolutely um but definitely man don't do drugs kids Mm -hmm. you know like glenn ferry across the way here or adults, um, you know, don't do drugs. Yeah, adults. Know. I mean, there's a there's a statistic that there you are ninety nine percent likely to get hooked on meth if you try it once. 
Yeah. So 99%. you know going into it, you know they got that little battery over there. They popped a cap on. You know they just popped a cold one, aka uh, you know a Ryvac battery, <laughs> poured it into uh, some Drano and mixed yeah. some oats in there and let it sit out in the sun for about four days. I don't I don't want to put that in me, no. and you shouldn't either. Mm. You know this is just a PSA right now. <laughs> you know don't do drugs. Exactly. You know if you got something that looks like. Uh, you know, somebody just picked up some uh, some red clay out of the ground, you know, mm-hmm. and mashed it up and then put it in a little baggie. Don't be putting that in you. Don't be smoking that. Don't be inhaling it. Don't be shooting it. Just toss that in the trash, man. That's where yeah, it Yeah, put it in the trash. Or call the authorities. Let them come get it. Yeah, they'll take it back from you. Just let them know, though, you know. Actually, you know what? Just just toss it out. Right. Just get rid of it, man. Flush it down the toilet. Yes. Um, or you could flush your dreams down the toilet and do it, you know, either way. I mean, something's getting flushed something's down getting the toilet. Flushed. Yeah, no. Um, well, it's November, and November is um, Native American Heritage Month, which seems kind of ironic. I don't know who planned that. Yeah, sure it seems it like a, a white guy. Yes. <laughs> I bet a pilgrim planted, you know what I'm saying? Back in the day. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I got to thinking, there's not a lot of, uh, I don't know, I didn't look at the numbers on how many there are, but there's not a wide berth of, or is it wide girth? Birth, girth, smurf, either way. Yeah, there's not a wide smurf of Native American people left on the... United States much anymore. Yeah, not primarily Native American areas. I, I would imagine right. there's some scattered about. Well, there are, and I, I made a, uh, I did some research on Wikipedia again and found out that um, some of the most Native American states, and I don't think it's like how much turquoise is in that state or how many headdresses are available. You know, I think it's per capita of Native American individuals. Right, right. So, um, number one was Alaska, which makes sense because that place is full of Inuits. Yeah. I think that's the last place you could go and, you know, just like hunt an elk or, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, one of the last. You know, hunt down a polar bear. Mm-hmm. You know. And I... I mean, I could, you know, I could be prideful and say that I would, you know, stand up to a polar bear. But let's be honest, if you had a choice between me and a Native American fighting a polar bear, I would I would take the Native American. Regardless of age. Yeah. No, yeah. No, they could be 75 and I would still take them. Mm-hmm. They, did, they can't drive, but they can fight a polar bear. Yeah, exactly. They have more skill sets when it comes to, you know, squaring up with a, you know, a wild survival animal. dog. Or that, yeah. just making it, yeah. you know. Because look, the pilgrims came, took their land. These people are still here, mostly in Alaska. Yep. Um, second on the list was New Mexico, which seems like they're probably more Native Mexicans than yeah. Native Americans. Native Mexicanos. Yeah, and I don't want that to sound racist because that's not how I intended it. But I'm just saying, New Mexico, you know. Are they real Indians? Mm, probably not. Nah, yeah, I don't think that's the case because I can't think of... When I think of New Mexico, I just think of a square. Mm-hmm. I just think of a square on the map. Yeah. I know nothing about New Mexico. 
No, I don't Santa know. Fe, I only know a little bit Santa about Fe, old Mexico. So, is Santa Fe in New Mexico or is that in Texas? Uh, no, nah, that's in New Mexico. Okay, yeah. Albuquerque is the capital of New Mexico, I believe. Yeah, and um, that's about all I know about it. Yeah, other than that, yeah. Um, third on the list was Oklahoma, which I could kind of see that. I think there's some. Maybe like some Sioux Indians out there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then South Dakota, Montana, North Dakota, and North Carolina. Hmm. North Carolina surprised me. I knew the Dakotas had some uh, Native American presence. Mm-hmm. Um, Montana seems like they have some Native American presence up there. Just because, man, let's just call it what it is. It's hard to live in Montana, I would imagine. Because you ride up there next to Canada. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, and let's just call it how it is again. We could You could merge Wyoming, North South Dakota, and Montana and just call it Montana. Yeah. And it'd be the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, but, yeah, I would imagine it's pretty tough to live up there. And North Carolina was slightly surprising when I read it. Uh, but then I thought, somebody's got to work at these casinos. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cherokee, brother. Right, exactly. So Cherokee people, Cherokee pride. So proud to live, probably going to die. I don't know how the song goes. Yeah, I'm not a big, yeah. Um, but that's a, that's a real thing, that Native Americans are dying off, you know, at a pace that I'm not sure is absurd or is appropriate. Not really my call. You know, let's give them a month, though. You know, I mean, it's... Uh they don't get a lot of love, I, mm-hmm. I don't feel like, from the mainstream media. Um, you know, not a lot of. I mean, obviously, they use technology because of casinos. So, right. um, I don't know, man. I don't know why they, uh, you know, why they don't get uh, more more coverage or love. But you know, that, I'm cool with that. The, the month of November, I'm I'm cool yeah. with them. You know, having their own month. Not that it's up to me, but I'm all right with it. Well, I think that one reason they don't get a lot of love and coverage is because some at some point in my life, I read a statistic that said most Native American, you know, people uh, have a high chance of getting like HIV or or you know full AIDS. Or maybe it was hepatitis or something, something all in that genre of disease. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because they do a lot of needle sharing. You know, yeah, that's a sad, that's a sad part about it because I do think they're um, with Native American uh, uh, places that mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of Native Americans living in. They do have a pretty serious drug problem and yeah. um, and alcoholism. That's another big one. Yeah. And I'm not trying to dog out or make fun of Native Americans. I'm just, oh, no, these stating, are just a, facts. Yeah, yeah. stating a fact that I heard sometime in my life. But uh, they, you know, I think a lot of that's just out of boredom, maybe. Oh, yeah, man. Just think about living up in Montana. Like, all you got to do is you wake up and, you know, 10 months out of the year, it's colder than shit. You wake up, you go to your job, you know, doing whatever you're doing. Working on cars outside cold, uh, you know, working in an office, you know, outside when you walk in cold. You know, what do you what do you do when you you get off? Well, it's dark, you know, for one, 
and then it's you know real gloomy and uh, depressing because it's probably an overcast sky i would imagine yep uh, just being so cold so what do you got to do man you got to warm yourself up you know you drink a little alcohol um i wouldn't do this but apparently they do some ice up there yeah i ain't talking about the you know the the hard water um so that's the thing, you know, and that's a sad thing. And like like Caleb said earlier, we ain't dogging them out. These are just facts, you know. Yep. Uh, there are plenty of uh, plenty of drug users around where we live. Absolutely, and, uh, the problem. And they're they're not Native Americans. No, they're not. They're they're white as a ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are just facts. That ain't us dogging white people. It just is what it is. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, that's uh, I'm cool with that though. I, I like uh, when I think of November, I think of Thanksgiving. Obviously, cool weather, um, and you know the the heritage that was Native Americans that uh, you know kind of kind of got robbed. Yeah, they did, and it's sad, but it happened. Um, one thing that I have noticed, you know, a lot of my time when I'm in or around Cherokee or where. You know, Native Americans congregate in North Carolina, which is primarily Cherokee or any area that ends in A, you know. Sawani. Right. That's a E. I can't. Two of them. I'm not good with spells. But uh, anytime I'm around there, there's a lot of billboards and, like, little picket, you know, yard signs and, like, spray-painted doodles on the sides of houses that say, hey, beware of sex trafficking. And I know that's a big thing, like, you know, children are constantly uh, you know uh, at a risk if they're anywhere alone or oh yeah man that's a that's a big thing these days Sad but thing. i don't understand uh adults that are uh you know getting trafficked like uh how many how are so many adults getting kidnapped i don't know man i would imagine violently maybe or they're just leaving to start a new life you know, they're not really getting kidnapped. That's just what their family wants to think. Maybe their family wasn't that great to them. They're just like, you know what? I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And they're not really sex trafficking or being trafficked or having sex. They just moved to Montana, you know, to start a new life. Like see. their own version of witness protection. I could see that. But it's just like not, you know, a witness being protected. It's just like hiding from my family forever. <laughs> no, I could totally see that. And, you know, the sad part of it is the the people who are, you know, moving away and those types of things probably don't have the best families, you know, yeah. and they start caring about them when they're gone. Right. But, no, I can see that. Um, yeah, and that just goes to the point uh, everybody should have that concealed weapons permit, you know. Yeah. Protect yourself. Don't get trafficked. Yeah. Don't before run you, out Before you wreck yourself or someone wrecks you or something. Um, but I can't believe that, uh, something else we were going to talk about. I forgot. Oh, we're not being super funny. I don't think, Mm -mm. but we're being informative and that's also very needed in today's society because you got the news media outlets out here, you know, not giving out real news or giving out biased opinions. Oh yeah, boy. And uh, you got Stephen A. Smith screaming at people on the radio and TV. How do you get that job? How do you get paid to scream at people? I don't know, man. I don't even know what Stephen A. Smith did beforehand because he's supposedly a journalist. Mm-hmm. I've never seen him write anything. 
Also, what is a journal? Is that just some person writing in their journal? I guess so. I, I thought if you were, you know, known for reporter. being published, I thought you were either an author or a writer, not a journalist. Yeah, I think a journalist is more like a, um, you just write paragraphs at a time. You don't write full <laughs> books or articles. Yeah. You just write paragraphs. Right. You don't have a real depth of knowledge when it comes to finishing an article. No, you just got that beginning and then that, you know, the end. Yeah. Ain't no middle. Ain't no chops yeah. in there. I could see that, but um, I don't know how a lot of people, a lot of people make it, you know, with these jobs that they create for themselves by screaming at other people, Stephen A. Smith. Mm-mm. And that's the thing about it. If you're thinking this is ridiculous right now, you're like, man, I would never get my news from the Your Boys podcast. Well, uh, listen here, sheep. Uh, this is the same thing that's happening on the major news outlets. It's mm-hmm. just uh, dressed up as, you know, someone in a suit mm-hmm. and someone else who goes to a different camera that claims to be an expert. Exactly. They, they, Anybody could be an expert. Yeah, I could be an expert. You know, I could, could just be an expert that. of, you know, food. Yeah. Cars. Yeah, would it? You know, or jackets. Who's checking these credentials these days? Because there are a lot of people that need to be checked. Yes. I don't think anybody's checking them, to be honest with you. Nope. Not at all. Um, But since we did mention the uh, sex trafficking, uh, you know, whatever, the uh, another thing that has kind of been... Well, look, I'm just going to call it like it is. We did a poor job of putting people on notice for Halloween. Yes, we gave you some things that are funny. We gave you a beautiful song that's probably going to be on the charts at some point soon. Um, But what we didn't do a great job of was give you, you know, uh, awareness tips for Halloween. And so we're not aloof to think that it's not needed after Halloween, so I took it upon myself to uh, research um, sex offenders in my area. And that's something that everybody listening should do. They should check out uh, offender, you know, near me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, or Google it. Oh, yeah, man. And if, you he- if you're hearing that right now and it's making you uncomfortable, good. Good. You should be because mm-hmm. the fact that you're searching them shouldn't make you uncomfortable. The fact that they live 0.5 miles away should make you uncomfortable. Exactly. So uh, we're here in Seneca. This is where we record at. And um, I did a quick search to figure out who were some sex offenders nearby us that we should be aware of, you know. And, and let's just uh, I'll go ahead and cl- toss the, uh, the disclaimer out there. That if um, any of these people are listening, don't, number one. Yes. And number two, if you get offended about us making fun of these sex offenders, don't listen either. No. Get out of here. You you part of the problem. You know what? Move to California. We'll address you in a little bit. Exactly. Um, also, if someone, you know, his family member, is, you know, if I read off one of your family members, you're welcome. You might not have known. Yeah, if you didn't know, and if you did know, and you get offended, again, don't listen. Don't listen. You can just shut us off right now. Exactly. So the first gentleman we have here, not gentleman, first deviant we have here is uh, get it right. Odell Benson. Mm. Um, and it also lists the um, aliases uh, by which these people may go by. 
So they might try to, you know, sneak and not use their real name because they're an offender. Oh, yeah, sex. try to use that alias on a public library card. Mm-hmm. Freaking Muppet. So Odell Benson, uh, he goes by Odell Benson, Odell with two L's Benson, and Pimp Benson. Mm. And I thought that last one was kind of telling. Yeah, I can't um, see him being a predator at all. No. Then we have uh, Kevin Borderline. Uh, Kevin, excuse me, Kevin Russell Borderline. Uh, Kevin also goes by BJ Borderline. Uh, he also goes by Kevin Borderline in all caps. Uh, sometimes he goes by Kevin Russell Borderline, which is fitting because that's, that's his, his name. That's his legal name. So, uh, And he also apparently goes by Stick. Mm. Which yeah, again, I can't imagine what this guy looks like. Which again is kind of telling. Um, and then we have one that uh, was a little bit surprising when I read the name. When I saw the picture and the aliases, not as surprising. <laughs> so um, what's that name that you thought was surprising? Well, the name that... Uh, the the person's name is Cynthia Brooks. Okay, normal name. Right. You know, p- probably just a normal lady. Not- I saw Cynthia's picture and I thought, hmm, not necessarily a normal lady, but, or maybe not even a lady. This could be a guy. Um, oh, yeah. Vincent Brooks. Yeah. And then I started uh, noticing that Cynthia had about 12 aliases. Hmm. And that was an immediate red flag. And so Cynthia Brooks goes by Cynthia Rena Brooks or Renee Brooks, Cynthia Brooks, which is her name, uh, Cynthia Crane, which is not in her name, Cynthia R. Brooks, Cynthia Renea Brooks, Renee Brooks, Renee Crane, Renee Crone. Um, Nene Brooks or Nene Cynthia or Renia Cynthia Nene. Jesus. Cynthia's white also, so not that it matters, just to give you context. Yeah, that's a, that's just a disaster. And then probably the most disturbing one that I saw in this very short list, and this is the last one we're going to read because there was about 70 people within three miles of here. Which is terrifying. Yeah. So watch your kids, watch your wife, lock your yep. doors, keep your guns on you. Because mm-hmm. we get a lot of predators around here. Uh, this is Howard Leon Brown. Um, and his aliases are short. Uh, you know, he only has a couple, but still. Uh, he goes by Leon Howard Brown. You know, just a reversal of the names oh, I thought, to fool I thought one of his names was short. I was like, damn. Yeah. Uh, well... I mean, he goes by Howard L. Brown, and then he also goes by Corky Brown. Yeah, again, anybody, anybody named Corky, I ain't going around. I ain't no, taking my family around. Not at all. Especially that fella named Corky, you know? Yeah, not this guy. I ain't letting nobody around this guy. And, and Josh has already seen this picture, but uh, this gentleman, he could not have bigger ears. Nah, he's heard everything. All yeah. the secrets that have ever been told, he, he knows them. them. Yeah. So, you know, America's Book of Secrets, if anybody read it out loud, old Corky Brown knows him. Yeah, he can recite it from memory. 
Um, and we'll put up a picture on our Instagram, you know, because mainly we just don't give a shit. He's a sex offender, so that's his problem. Yeah, and also he looks like he's about 90, so hopefully yeah. he's dead by now. And if you get you know, offended by that, don't listen. He's a sex off. offender, bro. <laughs> like, um, this picture was dated 10-10 of this year, so I would imagine he's not quite dead yet. Wish he was. But when you see this guy, you will immediately think, Ugh. Oh, yeah. yeah I threw up in my finger. mouth a little bit. You know, yeah. and Caleb was like, man, you need a bedpan? I was like, yeah, just cut off one of Corky's ears. That's pretty much a bedpan. It is. It <laughs> looks like a bedpan. It looks like he's got some mumps or something. He looks like he's seen a lot in his life and probably a lot that got him in trouble. <laughs> yeah. You know? Probably a lot he ought not have seen. Exactly. Or heard. But yeah. for God's sake, he heard it. <laughs> oh, he definitely heard it. Um. Yeah. Uh, this guy, and I bet he's been in a war. You know, I bet he might have served his country, and he might have been an okay person, but at some point he made a terrible decision. Mm-hmm. You know, and look, the Lord forgives, and that's great. And I hope this man found some forgiveness from the Lord, but he's also got a record now, according to the United States. Yep. So uh, we can't have that. No, not at all. But. I would imagine he was probably in a in a branch of military. He kind of looks like he might have been like a sniper in the Salvation Army. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like he, he served two tours of duty in the Salvation yeah. Army. No. And once they found out he was a sex offender, they were like, hey, let's have that gun back. Here's you a bell. Go stand outside a retail establishment. <laughs> you know, figure that out. <laughs> yeah, put him next to the belt, though, for goodness sake. Don't be posting him up next to a Toys R Us. Yeah. For goodness sake. But I uh, I think that everyone should be aware. And again, like Josh has said no, you know, multiple times, if you get offended by that, turn this off. Yeah, man. If you get offended by that, you know, us making fun of sex offenders, come fight me. Oh, you yeah, know I mean, Come fight me. Yeah. Now, listen, we're not saying that the, the people can't be good people and can't be rehabilitated. That's not what oh, we're yeah, saying. Yeah, can't be forgiven, but I ain't the Lord, you know. Exactly, bro. Exactly. I ain't handing out forgiveness. That ain't my job. Mm-mm. So. There's also a cat named Tony over there in Westminster. Hangs around the rec department. Got a jerry curl. You ought not touch him neither. Oh, yeah, nah. Oof. Yeah, Man, don't I dodged that, that bullet for years. Yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> oh, he's, all, he's all the time over there giving out hugs, you know, and participation trophies. <laughs> you know? But he shouldn't be there, you know. He definitely shouldn't be there unless it's Halloween night, and that's where he's meeting at. <laughs> yeah. And no uh, kids are present. <laughs> right. No children are present. But definitely, man, stay away from sex offenders. And, you know, if you know one, you know, and they're a good person and you, you know, you have a great relationship with them, good for you. Don't bring them around us. Yeah. Or your kids. Exactly. Muppets. Um, but that's about the halfway point, man. So we're going to take a quick break and uh, you boys will be right back. Welcome back to your boys podcast. We took a quick break. Hope you enjoyed that music that I hopefully remember to put in. Um, we uh, we were laughing during the break about uh, you know some funny things that we've heard in our lives. And uh, listen, man, everybody knows dumb people. You know, everybody got one. Everybody yeah. got one or two that you know. That when they open their mouth, you're going to get a little bit dumber. 
Yeah, just shut your eyes right now, wherever you are. You know, hopefully you're not driving a car, but just shut your eyes and just think about the dumbest person you know. Yeah, disclaimer, if don't shut your eyes if you're in a dangerous situation. We ain't, we ain't liable. Yeah. Right, no, that's on no, you. Just, just Be smart, but shut your eyes and think about the dumbest person you know. And I know you're picturing them in your head. Everybody knows some dumb people. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh was having a conversation with someone one day, and they started, you know, listing off things that uh, how did the, somebody had a somebody was getting sick or something. Yeah, somebody. Uh, it was. I don't even know who it was. It was a. Uh, it was a younger child they were talking about. That was mm-hmm. the subject of the uh, the conversation. They were talking about how they. Uh, you know they they had an outbreak at school or something, and they were like, "Oh yeah, they got that." Uh, there's just a a lot of that, that hoof, mouth, and foot disease going around, and they sent out an email. What? Hoof, mouth, and foot disease is what they said. That's not a thing. For those that don't know, it's hand, foot, and mouth. Yes. Also, two of the things they listed are feet. Yeah. And one of them's on an animal. <laughs> so, like, I, I don't know how concerned this person was with the well-being of animals, but right. I guess maybe a hoof disease is a thing, but it's not a thing on a small child. So, no. uh, How would one even go about contracting that? Oh, yeah, that, that hoof, mouth, and foot disease. Let me just go over here and lick this horse's hoof. <laughs> you know, you got that goat cheese out there. Let me go lick that little goat's foot. <laughs> done got sick boy you know that's, that's trash i wouldn't tell people if that was the real disease name i wouldn't tell people that you know somebody related to me had it because then that just shows poorly on me that i'm not watching my kid <laughs> <laughs> like i can see i can see a couple things man we're not parents but i can see uh, i've been around enough parents to know mm-hmm. you know some things are gonna happen to your kid right you can't you can't helicopter them all the time you can't watch them all the time so your kid's gonna get sick at some point but i tell you what if your kid goes out and licks an animal hoof you got bigger problems you got bigger fish fry than worrying about you know my kid done went out and licked a goat's hoof what of it <laughs> yeah yeah i would i mean if if they told me that, hey, there was an outbreak of, you know, hoof, foot, and mouth disease, I wouldn't tell anybody my kid got it. No. Because that's immediately what they're going to think. How'd they get it? They licked a goat hoof. Oh, yeah, dude. They licked a, they licked a goat hoof. It's not or, even a thing. But I mean, what else has hooves? Pigs? They could have licked yeah. a pig foot. Pig uh, foot, horse foot, cow foot. Probably got one of those infected pig, pickled foots. Could have could could licked that. They had a dirty pickled pig foot. Do they do pickled rabbit foots, or is that just for luck? Mm, I, I wonder I if don't you. Know. I wonder if you did that and you ate it. Would you get seven years of good luck? Maybe. Maybe. Also, I don't who know. came up with that? Just man, you know what? I was out there in the woods one day, and you know I was hunting. I wasn't having no luck, and then this little rabbit ran by. You know, and I, next thing I know, I, I shot that rabbit. And man, before I could even get to the rabbit to skin it, a 12-point buck walked out. And I said, man, that's my lucky rabbit. I ain't going to skin him. I'm going to just chop his foot off and put it on a keychain. Yeah. Bam, lucky rabbit's foot. Who came up with that? Some redneck, I would bet. Oh, yeah. You know, they're... they're, uh, 
they're definitely the kind of people that would do something like that. You know, if they were having a bad day at the, you know, hunting, they're, uh, you know, whatever they saw right before they shot something, they're like, oh, man, that's lucky. Oh, that's my luck. Yeah. Like they rail up on a, you know, dead raccoon. They're like, oh, that's my lucky raccoon right there, boy. Mm-mm. No, it wasn't a rabbit thing. It was a, you know, it was definitely from a stupid hunter. Yeah, that's just an accident. Yeah, I saw that squirrel take a shit, and then I shot a deer, and I was like, dang, that's my lucky squirrel shit. I'm going to bag it up. Put it in a bag. Put it in the bag. Keep it on my mantle next yeah. to the deer. And then we'll keep it in my gun case. Put it in my pocket loose. Why's your gun smell like shit, Ralph? That's my lucky squirrel shit, bitch. <laughs> Don't question me. That's it. You know. <laughs> but I think that that could be definitely how it came about. But if my you know child that I knew had hoof, foot, and mouth disease, I wouldn't tell anybody. No. And um, that's not a thing. So. Right. right. <laughs> so let's just make that clear to Most everybody. Most importantly, <laughs> not even a real thing. So what's some uh, what's some pretty dumb stuff you've heard? Well, when I was in school, man, I had this. Uh, when I tell this story, I tell him, tell him, you know, I had a buddy. We wasn't friends. We was classmates. You know, you were peers. Yeah, we were uh, in the same Morgan. same grade. You know, albeit he had you know been in that grade for a couple of years, but we were in the same grade. Was eventually, he dumb, dumb. Oh, bad, dumb. So this guy named Emmanuel, right? And I'm going to use his real name because I don't care. And uh, I'm pretty sure he doesn't know how to work a Spotify. So, <laughs> um, But Emmanuel was uh, was just a dumb, 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 dumb kid, you know. Hence why he was in the you know seventh grade four times. Stupid. So Emmanuel comes in one day and he uh, – and listen, I feel bad for it now. But I gave that kid a nickname, you know, that kind of stuck, you know. Uh, and he always smelled bad. And that probably wasn't really his fault. That was probably on his parents for not making him bathe. But I called him trash, and so everybody else called him trash. Because he smelled like trash. Exactly. So trash comes in one day, and uh, he's got bandages on his head, and he's got a, he's got one crutch. And he's got his arm in a sling that's not from a doctor. It's like a hand homemade sling. Oh, dude, it's like a scarf his mom knitted. Yeah, yeah. He just and to uh, put it on the right way. Right, and he he comes in and you know you he's that kid that wants the attention, so he's like, oh man. So I was like, trash, what happened? And he was like, I got into a wreck on my bike. I said, oh man, it looks pretty bad. He said, yeah, I ran into a deer. I said, you what? Dang, what kind of motorcycle was he riding? That's got to be a pretty bad wreck. Well, that's what I thought. I thought he might have been on a, you know, a dirt bike of some sort. Yeah. So I said, dang, what CC is that dirt bike you got? How fast were you going, man? He said, no, I don't got a dirt bike. I was riding my bike. He said, I was going down a hill, you know, a little dirt hill, and then here comes this deer out of nowhere, and I plowed into him. And I thought to myself, well, first of all, you didn't run into a deer. Mm-mm. Now, there is a humongously small chance that a deer might have ran into you. Very small. But I'm going to venture to say that you might have just had a wreck on your bike. You just needed a convenient excuse, and that's what you thought of. Yeah, because you you pretty mm. dumb, so I could definitely see you wrecking on a bicycle. Oh, yeah. Frequently. 
yeah. balance was as good as his grades. Yeah, very <laughs> much so. so good. <laughs> and so, uh, and Trash stuck with that story, man, and and I think he's still telling it. Um, I'm still telling it. I will say that is a pretty wild concept to grasp. Um, yeah. If that really happened, which I don't think it did, no. um, you know, that's pretty crazy. That's like getting struck by lightning, except, you know, he just got a truck stick by a deer on a bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I would love, and you see some of these videos of like, uh, you know, people riding bikes, like on a trail through the uh, woods, right? Like mountain bikers. And they, you know, sometimes they encounter animals. Bro, trash wasn't no mountain biker. No, no. Trash was a backyard biker. Dude, that was a BMX bike with pegs on it. Even that, mm-hmm. he didn't have a seat. Mm-hmm. He luckily, <laughs> luckily he didn't get uh, hurt more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Luckily he didn't become a homosexual that day. Oh yeah. But uh, he he was just dumb, man. And I don't. I think a lot of children are dumb, and I don't think some of them can help it. But dude, some of them's got demons in them. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them are just bad kids. Some of them in the dark arts, you know. Yeah, very much it. so. Yeah, it's like their parents might have been reading a lot of Harry Potter when they was born or something. Yeah, you know, casting spells and right. you know, drinking that witch's brew and mm-hmm. whatever else people do. Probably got some lucky rabbit's foot yeah. that they made themselves. You yeah. Know. And you can see it sometimes, man. Like, uh, you know, there was this, uh, this one young fellow that was, uh, you know, that I knew – you know, I didn't know the child, but I knew his family. And everybody said, Oh, he's a you know, he's a troubled child, you know, he's a bad bad seed or whatever and you know, I thought that was funny. But uh he he was, man. He was just a he wasn't a great kid. He was a you know, a little deviant. He was he probably wasn't but six years old or something. But he was, you know, always getting into something and always stealing people's things and Anytime you looked in his eyes, you could just see that there was, you know, a little Judas in that boy. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, that dude, he'd sell off Jesus for a bag of nickels. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, bro. He was but that kind of kid. Dude, totally. He couldn't pull it off, though. No. I feel no, like no. Judas was a good actor there for a little bit. Yeah. You know, this fella, this little deviant was just letting you know. Like, the mm-hmm. first time you met him, you knew he was a bad kid. Anytime you see a child cut their eyes real shallow and start rubbing their hands together and going, <laughs> <laughs> you might as well put a stake in its heart you know what I'm oh, saying yeah. some type of vampire deviant werewolf or something yeah find yourself a silver bullet and load it up yeah give it to old Corky you know load it up Corky also don't touch that kid yeah cause you will he already did damn you know that's why he got demoted you know <laughs> yeah that's why they took his rifle away and gave him a bell and told him to go outside of Belk <laughs> you know and near the holidays <laughs> But some children are just bad children, man, and they, you know. He got that dishonorable discharge. Yeah, he did. And also, they had to, they probably needed to reword that because he's a pedophile. I was going to say, that might be why he's a sex offender now. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Salvation <laughs> Army's rough, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Climbing the ranks, and then next thing you know, you got satellites for ears, and you bring it in front of a belt. You know? Yeah. Well, that was it, man. He, he, you know, fell on some hard times and saw a beautiful little child and, Hit him with that dishonorable discharge, and now he's a sex offender. Ah, there you go. Dude, that's the thing about it, man. I bet you he knows what people are thinking. He's got <laughs> oh, such yeah. big ears, dude. He can hear the sonar off of your brain. He knew the news was coming when he was getting demoted. He was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I already know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. He knew it before, well, weeks before they even thought about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, but uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, that guy's definitely got something that, you know. Dude, it looks like. <laughs> he should probably just cut those off, I think. I say, man, you couldn't even pay a sculptor to try to make that. They'd run out of clay. No, you know, yeah. they wouldn't ain't enough clay in the world to make a. <laughs> no. I don't know how gravity hadn't here. taken its effect and just, you know, pulled them things down. <laughs> Looking like he's a hunting dog about to go run up some raccoons up in a tree or something. Yeah, you know, like Corky the coon hound. dog, you know what I mean? Corky the bloodhound. Except he ain't sniffing for animals, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's out there sniffing for children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,. But I think that this has been a good episode to where we've given a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of good information about Native Americans and sex offenders and just being aware of your surroundings, being yeah. thankful for what you have. Right. Um, well, it's it's November, yep. so it's a season of thanks. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's, uh, you know, what's, uh, let's lighten this up a little bit because it's been kind of a heavy episode for some people that, you know, Josh made very clear if you get offended by us making fun of sex offenders stop listening yeah you ain't got to listen man but uh let's lighten it up at the end of the episode and kind of let's kind of you know switch gears a little bit and talk about thanksgiving because it's coming up we'll have a few more episodes before we get to our thanksgiving special uh which is basically just going to be us with microphones near us while we eat food Mm mm-hmm but uh whatever that is where you eat food in the mic i don't know it's called like a um like a FOD or something like that. Oh yeah, arms. But uh, so what are some of your favorite Thanksgiving dishes? Mm, I like that. Uh, I like a good green bean casserole. Okay. Um, I get down with a pineapple casserole. Mm-hmm. Um, now a lot of people might not know what that is, but our mom makes it and it's delicious. Oh yeah, man, it's kind of a mix between a dessert and a casserole, and you don't mm-hmm. even know what you're eating. You just you look up and the whole pan's gone. Yeah, Josh got it. Right. Um, right. No, those are probably my favorites, other than the you know the, the the ham and turkey. I like that, but that's that's the thing, man. I honestly I could go I could go without that on Thanksgiving. Mm. I'm gonna just be honest with you. I mean, turkey's really? good, ham's good. But everything else, man, the side is where it's at, you know. Well, see, I'm kind of the opposite, man. I like to save turkey, you know, aside from like a Subway sandwich uh, for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I'm all about the turkey, man. If it, You know what? If nobody else brought sides and they said, hey, Kay, we brought you a whole turkey breast to yourself, I'd be like, oh, sweet. And I'd not eat it. And then take a long nap. Oh, yeah. But uh, I love definitely. turkey. Um you know, and I also love, you know, more turkey after that. You know, I, I like turkey on on uh, Thanksgiving, not on Halloween, but on Thanksgiving. And uh, and that's really that's you know what it's for. Now, I'm not a huge fan of ham. You know, but I do like it in certain temperatures styles. and temperatures. Yeah, yeah. Don't give me no dang cold ham now. Mm-mm. Don't do that. Yeah, now, I made almost, that mistake. You almost flipped the table at one thing. Oh, man. Because of that. And we go, and we're, you know, loading up our plates with food, and I'm new to the family, so I want to sample a little bit of everything, except whatever that is. It smells like onions. I don't want none of that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get none of that, but uh, they had some bear meat there. Oh, wow. So I sampled a little bear. Wasn't a fan, but uh, they had ham, and I was like, oh, man, I can eat some ham. That was that was what it was. We didn't have turkey that year. We had bear 
and Ham. That was your safe option. Ham was or the so safe option thought. that year, which sounds ridiculous for Ham to ever be the safe option. Yeah, so you thought, boy. So I grabbed me a little, you know, slither of ham and get, take it to the table and sitting there eating. I pop in a little mac and cheese. It's good. A little green bean casserole. It's good. You know, hit a little roll. Can't mess that up. Mm-mm. And I cut me off about a, you know, two by two inch, you know, square inch piece of ham, a little ham stamp. Pop that bad boy in my mouth, ice cold. Like it'd been chilling in a freezer. And I was like, oh. I about threw it up right there on the table. So it was all I could do to choke that little piece of ham down. And uh, after that, I scooted the rest off in the floor. <laughs> pretending like I dropped it so I couldn't eat it. And uh, and then they were like, go back and get some more ham. And I was like, ha, no. <laughs> and it was no one's fault. It was on me because I didn't ask. And I didn't, you know, touch it before I got it, you know. Everybody there was enjoying it, so that's great. And I'm not blaming anyone. To each their own, but cold ham ain't for you. No, sir. Cold ham ain't my, you know, ain't my cup of tea, if you will. Nah. Ain't my slice of ham, if you will. I'm be honest. I like it you. warm. I like, I like, uh, I like pretty much everything at Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, there's not other than uh, you know what? Let's just call it what it is. What? Uh, whose idea was this uh, cranberry jelly ham? I don't know, but some bastard one time told me it was jelly. So I got me a little slice of it and put it on a roll. Thought I was going to have me a little jelly sandwich. Oh, yeah. No, sir. I had a shit sandwich. Oh, yeah. It tasted like... Terrible. Oof. It was awful. It tasted like that boysenberry. Yeah, and I don't even know what those are. I think those might be offenders of some sort. Oh, yeah, them boysenberries, you know. It's mm-hmm. kind of a weird costume to have. It's not Halloween no more. i tell you one thing that I think I'm going to try to do this year for Thanksgiving... Is uh, I'm gonna try to make some uh, you know, some brown sugar maple bacon. Oh, there you go. And serve that as one of the meats. Oh yeah, that's that ham. And people, yeah, people gonna be like, "What's that?" And be like, "Oh, well, that's you know, maple whatever I just said, bacon." Oh yeah, that's them thin, them thin strips of ham. You know, yeah, that just came from a different part of chops. the pig. Yeah, you know, it's all the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna pass it off as some cut of ham. And people are going to eat it and be like, man, this is great. And be like, you know what it's not? Boy. Cold. That's why it's great. But uh, but no, that was a that was a funny story that's you know been around for a while that you know I ate that cold ham and almost threw up. And uh, so if you're serving you know ham at your Thanksgiving, put it in the microwave for God's sake. Yeah, just warm it up. Toss it in the oven. Slap it on a pan. You know, do whatever you got to do to warm it up. You know, go outside. Put it in a fire pit. Uh, get you a torch. Go under there. Put up one of those little uh, them little cans of uh, you know petroleum jelly fire. Uh, put it under, under there. Um, whatever you got to do to get it warm. If you got a sketchy family member that's probably doing meth, they got a torch. Oh yeah, they got a torch. Or if you got a real fat family member, just you know slide it up under them for a minute. You know, wrap it in some foil before you put it under. Yeah, there, wrap right? it up, you wrap it up real, real good. Surround. You want to mistake it. some Thanksgiving ham for some of their ham? Yeah, you know put it up saying? under your uncle Carl's back. You know, yeah. up on his, you know, his little recliner there. That Take lazy boy will heat it right up. You mm-hmm. know, Uncle Carl and his, you know, his thermal. Yeah, because he's going to be wearing it. Oh yeah, dude, he's got his flannel on. Tucked Actually, into you know his jeans. I was going to say, go ahead. You know, don't even sneak it behind him. Just tell him to put it up under his shirt on his belly. Yeah. You know, leave it in there for about twenty minutes. That's the equivalent of leaving it on three fifty for about ten minutes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Carl, Come all the now. time sweating. 
Oh, yeah. Make sure you wrap it real good, though, because Uncle Carl don't bathe so much. No. He kind of like trash. Mm-hmm. So. But Thanksgiving's coming quick, and we'll have some more episodes dedicated, you know, solely to Thanksgiving. But today, we wanted to make sure that everybody was aware that, you know, there's a lot of bad people in this world. Native Americans aren't some of them sometimes. Yeah. And also, the beautiful thing about it is that if you're a uh, a bad person in the uh, in the way of being a sex offender, you're on a registry. And we can find out where you live and, you know, stay away from there. So, look Well, what up. happened to that? Why do they not come around to your house when they move into your neighborhood anymore and say, hey, you know, my name's David. I live over here at 623 North whatever street. I'm a registered sex offender. Just wanted you to know. It's what I have to do. When did that stop? I'm going to be real honest with you, man. That's probably a li- liability. Could be. I would never want that as a person in my neighborhood. Like, I oh, wouldn't if a want sex, them in my neighborhood. If a sex either. offender comes in, don't worry. They'll come to your door and introduce themselves. To your children. Yeah. No thanks. Get a good look at my house and good yeah. look at my kids. Yeah. yeah. No thanks. Stay at your house. You I think pervert. we should do the opposite. I think since they don't do that anymore when they infiltrate your neighborhood, I think we should start... When we find out they're in the neighborhood, get a couple of big fellas like ourselves and go over there and say, hey, uh, we see you moved into the neighborhood. Yeah, keep your hands to yourself. We don't, you know. Yeah, we know what you are. We're not here to shake your hand. We're not here to introduce ourselves. You don't need to know our names. Just know that we know that you're here. And we're always watching. Always. So just know that, you know, um, your boys are like Santa Claus. You know, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. He's watching you. We're always watching. Sex offenders. That's it for your boys podcast. See you next time. Don't want to be a player. I don't want to be a player. No, I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. I'm not a